welcome to a special holiday episode of Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. It is season two, episode 31. It's Thanksgiving, and I just moved into a new house the other day with my family. A lot of unpacking to do, a lot of work left, but pretty tired from all the work involved with moving, but we are in the house now, and we'll be settled before too long, just unpacking boxes and getting everything set up again. So it's pretty exciting, but I did get a chance to watch another dominating performance by Fran McCaffrey's Iowa basketball team on Monday night. Had to DVR it and watch it later that night. want to talk a little bit about that. And then the Huskers, prior to Friday's regular season finale in Lincoln, where the Hawkeyes are looking for win number 10 on the season. On Monday night, the Hawkeyes blew the doors off Western Michigan, 109-61. to And as it seems with about every game so far this year, Keegan Murray had a career high scoring 29 points leading the Hawkeyes. And you know we have to remember that the competition level is not close to what it's going to be for the Hawkeyes when they get to the Big Ten this year. There are some games, some really tough games coming up soon, including a couple of Big Ten games and Iowa State, who is playing a lot better this year under a new coach sitting at 5-0 and after only winning two games last year. And, I mean, that's just unbelievable that they only – one, two games, you think of some of the cupcakes teams play at the start of the year. But 5-0 is pretty impressive. They beat Xavier in the last game. Xavier was without their top player, but Jack Nungie is with Xavier now, the transfer from the Hawkeyes. He had a really nice game, about 25 points or so. Um, hit a couple threes. He was scoring inside. Really inspired play out there for, for Jack, and good to see him having that success. Well, for the Hawkeyes against the Broncos, they shot almost 53% from the field, 46% from three. They were just lighting it up offensively. And Fran's offensive style of play, you know, the way he coaches is so much fun to watch. And I think the recruits coming in are seeing that. They're, they're really getting some good guys that like that up-tempo style. And I think they're just starting to see how much fun it is to play in that offense. The Hawkeyes continue to light it up from the free-throw line may seem trivial, but that's how the Hawkeyes could win some close games this year. If they could hit 91% in a game like they did Monday, they were 21 of 23 from the charity stripe. And again, it seems trivial, but how many times we watch the game, say, ah, they lost by four points, and they missed 10 free throws. Just think if they, you know, would have shot 80% and, and, you know, it could have been a different game. So they've really been just filling it up from that charity stripe this year. At a really high rate, so that's been fun to watch. Rebounding, even in this game, that was a bit of a surprise, but really impressive. 20 assists, 15 steals in this game, and the Hawkeyes were getting into the passing lane. Those those weren't just guys throwing it out of bounds or, or dribbling off their foot out of bounds or, or anything like that. They were Hawkeyes were playing some D and getting after it. As I mentioned, Keegan Murray led the Hawkeyes in scoring 29 points on 10 of 14 shooting, 2 of 4 from 3-point range. He's really improved. His outside shooting this year also chipped in six rebounds, just 21 minutes of play. Impressive. Philip Rebracha, Joe Toussaint, six points each. Rebracha looks smooth out there, just doesn't take a lot of shots at this point. We're going to need him when they get in the Big Ten. And four assists for Joe Toussaint leading that offense. Jaybo just one of five from three in this game, chipped in five points. And Patrick McCaffrey missed his second game in a row. Not sure what the injury is, but hopefully he'll be back soon. He is a you know, he's a vital piece of that offense with his tall, lanky frame and his ability to run the court and play some defense. But his brother Connor started in his place in this game. 
And off the bench, Peyton Sanford, the true freshman from Waukee, continues to just light it up. Five of seven from three, 19 points. I believe that was the second game in a row where he hit five three-pointers. And great to see Tony Perkins hit a three again. He was one of one from three, five of six overall shooting, scored 15 points. And he has a knack for getting steals. And when he gets the steal, he's in a hurry to take it the other way and finish on the other end. He has been fun to watch this year. Watch him to continue to develop and get a lot more minutes as the season goes on. Well, Chris Murray is having a heck of a season off the bench as well. He had 12 points, 8 rebounds, 2 of 3 from 3-point range in this game. And Riley Mulvey is in the scoring column officially now. He got 14 minutes in this game, scored 8 points, had a couple of dunks. I'm not sure what's going on with the gun delay. I think he's injured, uh, so hopefully he'll be able to get healthy and get some minutes too because the Big Ten season is coming fast. Aaron Euless, just two points off the bench, but he had eight assists in this game. He can really defend and run that offense. So out of 109 points total for the Hawkeyes, 63 were scored by the bench in this game. I wonder what the record is. I, I haven't seen anything about that, but... That just seems impressive. 63 points scored by the bench in this game. Fran has talked about how this is the most depth he's ever had on a team, and that's showing in these first several games of the season. The Hawkeyes blow out the Broncos. Next up is Portland State before a bit of a tough stretch at Virginia and a couple of early Big Ten games at Purdue, hosting Illinois. Then they have at Iowa State at Hilton Coliseum and then Utah State at a neutral site in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Well, it's been a lot of fun watching Fran McCaffrey's basketball team early in the season, and the next couple of weeks are going to tell us how they'll react to playing much tougher competition. And for the 9-2 and two Iowa football team, it's a trip west on Friday to face the 3-8 and eight Cornhuskers. The Hawkeyes are the underdog based on the betting lines. Nebraska was favored by 3.5, 4 points. Then the announcement came out that Martinez the longtime Nebraska quarterback, Adrian Martinez, was out with a shoulder injury and the spread started moving in Iowa's favor. Seems to have settled. And Nebraska minus one. Pretty much unheard of for a team with Iowa's record to be the underdog against a 3-8 and eight team. And I just don't get it at all. I mean, Nebraska has been good offensively this year. They've also lost games, um, eight games, and, and most of them have been close. But they're going to have a backup quarterback Logan Smothers, he's a true freshman, and he hasn't played much this year. He's 7 of 11 passing. Um, he's only taken 11 attempts on the season. He's a dual-threat quarterback. He does, you know, he has speed. He's rushed 13 times for over 60 yards, and that's what the Hawkeyes are going to need to key on in this game, not let him run the ball effectively. But that's what they would have been looking to stop with Adrian Martinez as well. Well, Scott Frost was given one more year to be the Huskers coach, and you can bet he wants this game more than anything. They're playing for next season now. They, they can't get to a bowl game. They just want a little bit of momentum to end his fourth year by beating a border rival that they haven't beaten in six tries. Frost has not beaten the Hawkeyes in his three games against Iowa. It would give the fans and the team something positive to end the season with. And Nebraska played Wisconsin close last week. They only lost by a touchdown. They put up some yards against that Wisconsin defense. You don't typically see teams doing. Uh, they've got one of the best defenses in the nation. 
but I just don't see how they're going to do much against the Hawkeyes with a backup quarterback. Martinez just has been the focal point of that offense with over 2,800 yards passing. He's the leading rusher with 525 on the ground, 13 touchdowns, and you know he's he's been sacked 27 times this year. And that brings those rushing numbers way down. So, you know, Martinez was kind of the guy that was running the show 90% of the offense, it felt like. But running backs, Ramir Johnson and Yaquez Yant, a, a big freshman, they're going to have to take more of the load against the Hawkeyes for them to have a chance. Johnson with just under 500 yards on the season. Yant with 250 on the year. As far as receiving, Samori Toure has 40 catches, 831 yards, five touchdowns. He's a good one. That's over 20 yards per catch. The big tight end, 6'8", Austin Allen is one to really watch. He has 36 catches, 547 yards, two touchdowns. Remember the amazing catch at the sideline that he had against the Hawkeyes to extend a drive last year. And don't forget Oliver Martin, the Iowa City kid, former Wolverine, former Hawkeye. He's now a Husker. He has just 10 catches on the season. He has a touchdown, and I believe he's the only Big Ten player ever with a touchdown at three Big Ten schools, one at Michigan, one at Iowa, and one so far in his career at Nebraska. Alex Padilla will get the start for the Hawkeyes. You know, he had some really rough stats on Saturday, but there were plenty of drops, liked his mobility in the pocket. You know, he's just better at avoiding the rush than Spencer Petrus was. Play action works a little bit better with him behind center. It does sound like Spencer Petrus is ready to go from a health standpoint, so if things aren't clicking, coaching staff has that option to put him in for a spark if needed. Hopefully we won't get to that point. I really like Alex Padilla. You know, I think he could be the, the quarterback for the future for the Hawkeyes, but, but let's, let's see what he does against Nebraska. Nebraska is ranked 55th in the nation in rushing defense. That's not great, giving up 143 yards per game. And I think the Hawkeyes will be able to exploit the Huskers on defense. The Hawkeyes really ran some nice plays on offense last week, and it's going to keep the Huskers guessing what the Hawkeyes are doing. Um, I think the Hawkeyes are going to be able to pound it up the middle, zone blocking with Tyler Linderbaum. He's just been owning owning defenders all season. So they're going to have some success up the middle, but also running those jet sweeps where they had some success last week. And I think Tyler Goodson is going to get well over 1,000 yards for the season in this game. Uh, about 150 yards rushing again this week. He only needs, I think, 55 to get to 1,000, so he's going to get way past that. The Hawkeyes are ranked 12th as far as rushing defense, and the Huskers are going to have a tough time running the ball against Iowa. Nebraska is also ranked 58th overall in passing defense, kind of middle of the pack, giving up over 220 yards per game. I think Keegan Johnson, the Nebraska native, his dad played for the Huskers. I think Keegan is going to have some big plays in this game. He and, and Arlen Bruce, the two true freshman wide receivers, are, are just dynamic out there. And watch both of those guys uh, this Friday for some big plays. Hey, with Martinez out, the focus of this offense, I have no idea how Nebraska can be favored in this game. The Hawkeyes' defense is going to swarm the ball carriers, generate some turnovers, maybe Moss, Belton, Merriweather getting an interception or two. 
think even Jack Kerner is going to be back this week to help bolster that secondary. And Nebraska's offense won't be able to sustain drives with a backup quarterback. Containing him will be the key. He's a true dual-threat quarterback. and He's going to be running the ball a lot. The Hawkeye defense will keep the scoring low. Charlie Jones and Torrey Taylor will keep field position in, the, in favor of the Hawkeyes. And I'm pretty confident in this one. I mean, I know people are, are predicting lower-scoring games. People are predicting a lot closer game. A lot of people are picking an upset here. Or, the, or not an upset, but the Hawkeyes losing. I'm saying the Hawkeyes 27, Nebraska 13. Big win for the Hawkeyes to get to 10 on the year. Well, it's Thanksgiving Day. I hope you're able to spend time with your loved ones and enjoy a nice Thanksgiving feast. I am team green bean casserole, but I love everything at Thanksgiving except for the cranberry sauce. So I like it all pretty much. On Friday, let's watch the Hawkeyes get a big win, number 10 on the year, and seven in a row against the Huskers. Well, gobble, gobble, and go Hawks. (laughs) 